Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You go first this time. I go first this time. It's me. Thank you, Mike. Don't, don't, don't let's start. This is the worst part. To believe for all the world that you are my precious little girl. But don't, don't, don't let's start. I've got a weak heart and I don't get around. Hi, I'm Becca. Pronouns they, them, theirs. And I'm Josie. Pronouns they, them, theirs. Ooh, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. It's a podcast. It's a podcast called By the Cover. It's a deep dive into Amazon book reviews and the culture surrounding them. Every every episode, we just, we go swimming we, in the ocean of swim, Jeff Bezos's creation, so you don't have to. Swimming through the piranha-infested waters of the internet. <laughs> um. So I guess it's my turn. Well, to let's start let's again. cold open a little cold bit first. A little bit more? Uh, we didn't cold open super well last time, last last episode. That's so fair. Got a cold open for you. Um. If uh, if you've ever been. In the the Waco area, you uh, you may have come across a, a church who still has their Easter sign up, and it says, uh, "No bunny can love you more than Jesus," <laughs> which I didn't realize that was a concern. Uh, but rabbits are very affectionate creatures. But no bunny can love you more than Jesus. They really were. I mean, you could just feel how proud they were of that sign, you know? Like they really, really thought about that one for a while. But again, I didn't, I don't feel like the Easter bunny, I never felt like the Easter bunny is expressed as like loving me. <laughs> Have I ever told the story of, um, so apparently when I was younger, I was terrified of Santa Claus. Didn't, did not love that big man trying to hold me. Yeah. That like, a, oh, oh, um, oh, like the, like the, like mall Santa. Like mall Santa. Oh, yes, okay. Yes, yes, I thought it was not more like the, the concept general concept of Santa Claus, more like gentleman the physical presence of Santa Claus in, in spaces. I got very overwhelmed by those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom was just like, I'm never going to be able to get a good photo of my child during holiday times, I think, maybe. Um, and um, she was like, so I was just very confused when we would go to the supermarket during Easter times. And you were fine. With all those Donnie Darko looking motherfuckers. With the giant terrifying rabbits. That was cool. That was fine. Santa. Big friendly man? No, not at all. But the Easter Bunny. 
Like those can truly look eldritch depending on the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I guess it's a good thing that I'm starting today. Yeah, hopefully my phone decides to restart properly. Um, I am bringing today by Laura <laughs> Dane. What a great segue. <laughs> really natural, really did this well. I just didn't know what else to do. I was kind of panicking, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Uh, Laura Dave wrote this book. Jeez, I really lost the thread. Uh, what's the title of the, the book? The last thing he told me, a novel. <laughs> and I really like this title uh, because the the title, the last thing he told me is so big. And then a novel is like tiny and on one of the little houses. Um, this is also on the Amazon charts. I don't really know since I pulled the books at the same time. According to my screenshots, this was also number two this week. So hmm, Mr. McConaughey and this book are in competition. Kind of seems like there might be a little bit of market manipulation uh-huh. going on. And I'm also saying I also want to highlight that um, this is a Reese's Book Club selection. This is something that will come up later. Mm-hmm. Um. Its rankings right now are number one in books, number three in women's domestic life and fiction, number four in suspense thrillers, and number five in family life fiction. It's a 4.4 out of five stars. Family life fiction? Yeah. That is that just any time there's a family, there's a family in, the book? in the book? That's a fucking bizarre way to group uh, group books because you're going to get... You're going to get some wild disparity about what that means. So let's hop into this product description. Mm-hmm. A gripping mystery about a woman who thinks she's found the love of her life until he disappears. Until she loses him is what I like to think of. (laughs) Can't find him anymore. Before Owen Michaels disappears, he smuggles a note to his beloved wife of one year. Protect her. Despite her confusion and fear, Hannah Hall knows exactly to whom the note refers. Owen's 16-year-old daughter, Bailey. Bailey, who lost her mother tragically as a child. Bailey, who wants absolutely nothing to do with her new stepmother. Oh, no. As Hannah's increasingly desperate calls to Owen go unanswered, as the FBI arrests Owen's boss, as a U.S. Marshal and federal agents arrive at her Sosalito home unannounced, Hannah quickly realizes her husband isn't who he said he was, and that Bailey just may hold the key to finding out Owen's true identity and why he really disappeared. As uh, Hannah and Bailey set out to discover the truth, but as they start putting together pieces of Owen's past, they soon realize they're also building a new future, one neither of them could have anticipated. With its breakneck pacing, dizzying plot twists, and evocative family drama, the last thing he told me is a riveting mystery, certain to shock you with its final heartbreaking turn. The rest of it's going to be pretty pretty cut the rest dry, of it's though. Kind of that final turn though is really gonna shock you gordon russell was pretty much at the top of this if i remember correctly he gave this book one star did reese really read this book i have my doubts this has got to be the most surprising disappointment of a book who are all these five-star reviewers the writing was boring the characters flat it was repetitive contrived The author created suspense by basically not telling you anything forever. And the daughter whom the protagonist Hannah was to protect, complete brat. 
She was just miserable all the time. And yet Hannah, to the point of being obsequiousness, is completely trying to win her over and every page is some melodramatic prose about her heart breaking wide open or being thrilled about the slightest act of grace from the obnoxious brat in need of protection. Why was the daughter so entitled to be miserable and rude while being raised by a doting dad in Sosalito of all places? Dad just shrugs. Hannah tries harder because she is IDK spineless. But wait until you get to the part where we find out that what what find out what daughter is being protected from. It's so absurd, so implausible that hurling book all at wall seemed reasonable. Hannah is just a constant pillar of deep introspection and moral superiority. She's going to devote her whole life to said Brad. Also, Grady, the U.S. Marshal character? No, no. He would not have spent over a decade personally interested in turning the page. No, no, he would not have spent over a decade personally invested in the life of a son-in-law of an ex-con, and he most certainly wouldn't have worn a baseball cap backwards in every appearance he makes in the novel. What grown man in law enforcement walks around in his professional life with a baseball cap on backwards? Why is this It's an oddly specific detail to be uh, upset about. Was that supposed to be charming? Because I see that backwards cap on any man's head and I want to knock it the heck off. The only pleasure I got out of the book. You're the unprofessional one. (laughs) Can't fucking stand these backward baseball caps. The only pleasure I got out of this book is the cathartic experience I'm having writing this review and arriving at the sound (laughs) decision of never buying a Reese Witherspoon book club pick again. And if she produces or stars in the film or series version, I'll never forgive her or watch watch Walk the Line again for like the 12th time. Imagine being so angry at Reese Witherspoon that if she stars in the adaption of this book that you didn't like, you wouldn't watch a book, watch a movie that you have watched 12 times and enjoyed every single time. It would be such a betrayal from Reese Witherspoon that you don't know if you could ever watch any of her other movies again for taking the easy money that it sounds like this movie would be for her. Like... Why? Why would you begrudge her that? This sounds like exactly the type of role Reese Witherspoon would go for. Um, okay. It was great audio. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, Creed and Mia gave this five stars. Compelling promise. Unexpected story. Premise. Sorry. Lots of people will take this opportunity to describe what happens in this book, so I won't. What I will say is that I read it in a single sitting and enjoyed it immensely. The story that starts out is not the story that the author ends up telling. What I will say is that it is such a new twist on stepmothers and second wives that that alone makes it worth reading. Thank you, Karina Mia, for uh, not describing the plot. What at a all. what a what a twist! Um, I want to go back to this other person's review specifically where he kept on referring to the the daughter as a brat, mm. and it's like, what about what about someone who clearly has a lot of secrets being kept from them? Um, getting a, a stepmother, like being kind of moody about that. Like what about a teenager makes you think that this person is just not like normal? Yeah. Like 16 year old children are bratty because they're 16. 
I have, uh, there is a new person in my life who apparently is supposed to hold authority over me. And I didn't really agree to that. My mother is dead and I'm probably traumatized about it. And probably no one has done anything and to try to help me. And also it sounds like my dad is an, is a, is like a criminal mastermind. <laughs> Something. So, like, things are a little confusing right now. But being bratty, that's the real, that's the real crime here if you think about it. Daddy fat snaps. What? Daddy fat snaps, P-H-A-T snaps, <laughs> is a blue checkmark reviewer, which I didn't know was a thing, but apparently like there are just like verified reviewers and you don't have to do anything special to get them that I can discern. I also want to know, I also want to know with that, um, what did they verify? Yes, this this guy is a is a daddy fat snap. Like, <laughs> like his legal name is first name daddy, middle name fat, last name snaps. Normally, like, to get like verified on Twitter, it's like yes, like I can prove that I am who I say I am on this account, uh -huh. right? Like that's why like celebrities getting verified is important, so that like people aren't impersonating someone. Uh huh. Who's impersonating daddy fat snaps? I have no idea. Um, so four stars from daddy fat snaps on this book. <laughs> Well-paced book, ending falls a bit flat. This was such a well-paced book. I finished it in a few hours. However, I did find the ending to be a tad anticlimactic. There was so much focus on the protector aspect, so I expected the ending to go a different route than what actually came about. I would definitely still recommend this book. I was just a bit disappointed in the end due to how intense the buildup was. This person thought that the, that the child was going to die. I mean, it, it, it's a thriller where there's a child, so I don't really blame them. But I do, I, ooh, I do want to do a little hand me your readers on Daddy Fat Snaps, um, because honestly, Mister Mister Checkmark over this, here, this person has five reviews and thirty two helpful votes. How'd this fucker get verified? I have no idea. So the, what their about page says is the following: hashtag Nerdcore Rapper Extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> what? They are linked to their Twitter and their YouTube on their Amazon account, and they are reviewer ranking number 4,882,900, 673. Six and nines are hard for me. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, And there were some good reviews. They had a, a review that I felt just kind of weird about uh, in general. Um, and they like had some personal items that they'd ordered that they'd written reviews on that I was just, it's not mm -hmm, part of our brand, mm -hmm. but they did review Midnight Sun. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so here is yeah. their review for Stephanie Meyer's Midnight Sun. <laughs> Three stars. Lazy writing. Like, oh, yeah. I'm a diehard Twilight fan, but I have to admit that the writing is lazy. It's so repetitive. Seriously, let's make a drinking game out of this book. Every time she uses the word glowered, reverie, snarled, hissed, or Edward talks about the fire in his throat, take a drink. Uh, like Edward uh, wants to. Writing in this eh. book reminds me of being in college and desperately trying to meet the Warren page count requirements. There is so much filler. Is Midnight Sun the Twilight from Edward's perspective? Yes, the, the, but not not the not the um, gender swapped Twilight, which Stephanie Meyer yes, also yes, yes, released. Yes, 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 yes. The writing in this book reminds me of being in college and desperately trying to meet the word and page count requirements. There is so much filler. Yes, My indeed. expectations were high for this book, as she has over a 
decade, it has had over a decade to perfect this book. I'm halfway through and I'm going to keep pushing because I liked the original story, but I'm disappointed that this is a tough read. I thought it would have, I thought I would have had, I thought it would have read this cover to cover in a matter of days. And then it's like the the expression that's like the two eyes and then a little sideways Just a mouth. Little, little, the slash mouth. Yeah. I do want to know, like, what does, what do you think, like, nerdcore rap, like, sounds like, you know, where it's just kind of like, <laughs> like, I imagine it's like problem, problems overwhelm me, but you know, I will defeat it. Call me light a Yagami. I take a chip and eat it. Like, what, what is it? Do you think <laughs> that was great? By the way, that was a, that was a great Death Note reference. It was so good. Um, uh, SL Hoops. Mike, can you lay down a, can we get a sick no. beat? No, we cannot. We are not doing <laughs> this on just, this. He looks at me and just smirks as he turns away. Oh, God. Yeah, no. <laughs> the beat sure did make me sick. Yep. Um, SL Hoops gave this three stars, calling it editor. Since I'm only just starting this book, I will give it three stars for now based on the two editing errors I've read already stumbled over. One, two, by the way, two editing errors. And this is like we've Down lost a, a star, star yeah. for each. Uh, she leans in and puts the whole bite in her month. Month? And two, I feel happy for just a second. For just a... Oh, sorry. And I feel happy for a just a second. For a just a second. For a just a second. <laughs> I want to I want to point out though that she she leaned in and and did what is it the uh, first one that was month put put her put an apple in her month like leaning in and putting an apple in her mouth also doesn't sound great writing either like just gonna throw that out there maybe not might not just be an editing issue um but yeah. It, there was a lot of like we love this and it was amazing and then there was a lot of people being like it was it was a bad how, book. how dare reese witherspoon betray me like this how, how dare i didn't realize uh, that... beverly is advising with three stars wait mm -hmm. for the movie i was so hopeful and i need to find an escape thriller to read now as the last thing he told me progressed i realized i was reading a movie script please someone anyone read a well-drafted well-edited Original mystery thriller. Do I have to rely on only British writers for plot substance? So wait for the movie and save money and time. So disappointed again by a book that could become a better movie. Oh, wait. The movie version of The Woman at the Window is awful, too. That's too bad. I heard good things about The Woman at the Window. So that's how, well, that's how Beverly feels regardless of how you or me, me might feel about it. But that's just Beverly Beverly's does. opinion. Um, so yeah, if you... If you want to feel... If you want to give us your opinion via paying for stuff, pay for the stuff in these ads. Or just listen to the things in these ads. Your choice. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why am I here? I'm here to be your tour guide through Waco. I'm here to tell you all the goings on in and around Waco. I'm going to give you the 411 on what's happening, what's going on, and what events you should go to. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. Yo, 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 if you want the fresh live hip-hop in the fresh live hip-hop feed, you got to come to Rogue Media and listen to the Private Hip-Hop Podcast. And and here we are again. Here we are. Uh, because I'm ready. <laughs> I'm coming at you once again with uh, from the mouth of babes. Wow, you really are going mouth of babe heavy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to get through as many of them as I can. Um, and so here we have... Dallaire's Book of Greek Myths. What? In print for over 50 years, Dallaire's Book of Greek Myths has introduced generations to Greek mythology and continues to enthrall young readers. Here are the greatest of ancient Greece, gods and goddesses, heroes and monsters, as freshly described in words and pictures as if they were alive today. (laughs) You know, the gods and goddesses and monsters of Greek myth that that aren't alive anymore. The Percy Jackson. (laughs) No other. You know, it's great that you mentioned that Percy Jackson. I didn't find anyone that talked about it, but it is one of the commonly mentioned phrases in these reviews. Um, no other volume of Greek mythology has inspired as many young readers as this timeless classic. Both adults and children alike will find this book a treasure for years to come. I'm trying to think how I got involved with like the majority of my Greek mythology reading. Because I know I was, as with any young child, just very interested in that. But I don't know what my resource was. And it wasn't this. Um, mine was the original Iliad. Well, not the original, the translated Iliad. Wow, you're so I'm, smart. I'm kind of really smart, actually. Like really brilliant. When you think about it, Jennifer Simmons gives one star. <laughs> Subject is one star. When you think about it, Jennifer Simmons. I love the book, but don't want this company to have any credit for the book. Great. What? Jennifer Simmons gives one star. Loves the book, but doesn't want Amazon to get any credit. And that's why yes, this harms Amazon. one star. Um, so I don't think Jennifer Simmons quite understands how the star system works, but I 
I applaud I your fervor. I appreciate the energy yeah. here, right? Like, I see what you're trying to do. Um, it, it kind it's kind of like uh, you know, you shown your work and and you you did all the formula correctly, but the conclusion you came to somehow Just still wrong. Very wrong. Um, Pachi gives one star. Defe- Pachi, defective Pachi. product. Book is fine up to page 160. Then it goes to an upside down page 192. Oh, no. In other words, the <laughs> once again, getting into anime. In other words, the book is put together incorrectly. I think that's so. But like, I think like what they mean is like literally upside down. Not. Yes. Not like inverted. No, sorry. When I say we're getting back into anime, I'm talking about the very common translation uh the english dub in in animes a lot of times characters will say the same thing twice um and they'll use the phrase in other words to kind of summarize what they've just said oh anyway so that's why i was making the anime reference is because this person said in other words i didn't i'm glad you clarified yeah no it just like felt just totally flat so i'm gonna gonna move (laughs) on uh it's my fault uh not like Light Yagami here, Amazon customer. You just really are on Death Note today. One star, uh, buyer beware. Listen, I just rewatched it all for funsies. I'm sorry. Um, buyer beware, says Amazon customer. I did not find the book lucid. What? I cannot name one child who would enjoy this book. I read it and tossed it into my trash can. Oh, is it badly written and presented? It goes like this. Here is a huge number of gods dumped on your head in total chaos, none of whom have one charming characteristic. Not one story is worth a dang because they aren't lucid. They just really, like, I feel like this person recently heard the word lucid and is doing the thing that I do where, like, all of a sudden they're just really stuck on it. Yeah. I get that. You really ought to be reading Bullfinch instead. Yeah. No, kids should read Bullfinch instead. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that's a better recommendation. What the fuck are they talking about? I'm ass- I'm assuming Bullfinch Bullfinch is another translator, like Greek story author. No, 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 no. I know, and it's dense. Yeah, no, I sorry, I don't know this, but it seems like you definitely know about Bullfinch's uh Greek Greek stories. Yes. <laughs> it's rough. I mean, it's not rough. It's just like again, like it's it's higher level like reading. Like if you want. Like, you could probably get into it if you're, like, a really dedicated middle schooler. Mm -hmm. But, like, even then, like, as a middle schooler, it's still going to be a bit of a slog. It's interesting that you say this because there were a lot of reviews that I didn't include that were complaining that the reading level for this was too high. So, yeah. So, Bullfinch is a better recommendation. Bullfinch is a better choice. Um, John I gives one star. I never purchased this item. (laughs) Which, like... Were you asked to write a review and that's why you're giving the one star? Like, I didn't, I I don't own this, so I I don't know why I'm writing a review. To be fair, I'm not a verified purchase, so. I'm suspicious. um, At least honest there. Jennifer Heffelfinger. Excuse me, what? Heffelfinger, um, or maybe Heffelfinger. Two stars, not for kids under 13. The description is very misleading. For 8 to 12-year-olds, my son is 8, and I can tell you right now this book is way too much. Not just because of its sheer size, but also the vocabulary is definitely advanced. I really just wanted a book to introduce Greek gods to my son. 
This is like a legit college textbook on Greek mythology. Doesn't buy this for nine-year-olds. I'd say more like a minimum age of 12. So. There's that. There's that. Uh, Texan by choice. <laughs> is our next is our next reviewer i don't trust anybody who's texan by choice can't relate bud um three stars comprehensive retelling of the major and minor greek myths i liked the comprehensiveness of the myth collections considering the price was a bit disappointed with the paper quality also didn't like the illustrations that much however this is an old person talking. My <laughs> nine-year-old may have a different opinion. Okay, then okay, let, okay, then okay. ask their opinion before but, you review. But also, like, uh, I appreciate you qualifying that the child has had no active, like, choice in this one. All right, and I have one more. I never even got into, like, the five stars because they were just, like, so just overwhelmingly pleasant. Ugh. Everyone liked this book. Um, and so this last one is is a bit longer, but it's really good. It's Mockingbird gives three stars. It's okay, or so I've been telling myself. What? Aesthetically speaking, this art was okay. Kind of chunky and clumsy, which strikes me as somewhat cynical. Kids don't care about good art. So Mockingbird has put themselves into the position of the publisher and is saying, you have a very cynical mindset if you think kids don't care about good uh -huh, art. Uh -huh. Which I don't think is probably why they decided to go with the art style that they did. My guess is if it's chunky and clumsy, they're emulating like Greek pottery art. Maybe. Anyway. Or just like they just went with a more stylized aesthetic. Um, but Mockingbird did not care for this. If you were any less upset than I was when Flash era cartoons, i.e. Powerpuff Girls, overtook classic Cell animation, i.e. Brothers Grimm fairy tales on what? children's TV networks, then you might not be as enraged about the lack of illustrative quality and attentiveness. So this person has now associated the art style of this you book. Know with you know, things like Powerpuff Girls. When Looney Tunes stopped being put on the air, that was really when children's illustration went into that the toilet. Was, that was truly the end of things. Um, I mean, look at this hyper-saturated 120 pound sign? 120 hashtag glossy cover with its oatmeal-like crayon texture for Chris' sakes. For Chris' sakes? Yep, not Christ's sakes. Aww, uh, Chris. Chris' sakes. Hey, Chris. On one hand, kids can probably relate to this because it looks similar to the kind of art kids draw. Shoot. But on the other hand, why not... Oh, sick burn. <laughs> nice job, Mockingbird. Why... Why not introduce kids to the masterful prose of Herodotus and the compelling <laughs> art of Blanche Fisher Wright so that they might have something to oh, to which to aspire? That's not how you... <laughs> uh, to which hey, to aspire. Hey, I really need the kids to read Herodotus. That's going to be better. Uh, as patrons and or producers of art. What? The writing is what it has going for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mockingbird, it's a book. <laughs> 
suppose you have a young kid who isn't especially into hyperliterate Mediterranean mythology, and you're trying to open up his slash her world, could say there, well, this might simplify things into digestible terms to the extent that C slash he, could just say they, gets it and starts to expand his slash her worldview. What? I'm speaking theoretically because this didn't happen in my case, but I don't know if that was so much the failing of the book as that of the kid. Way to throw your child under the motherfucking (laughs) bus right there. I did nothing wrong. The child failed me. Aw, winky sad face. But seriously... I mean, WTF are these kids even into these days besides Neon Cat? (laughs) My stupid kid likes Neon Cat more than they like stories about the ancient Greeks. (laughs) To be fair, this is a 2016, so I believe Neon Cat was still relevant. How am I I supposed to culture my child when they're like this? I need for them to want to go to the ring cycle by the time (laughs) that they're 13 because my husband won't go with me. I'm going to have to teach them about Nyan Zeus and Nyan Hera. I don't know. The writing seemed okay. Maybe if the artistic prowess was bumped up, said kid would have liked it more. But then again, maybe the fact that it wasn't in FPS POV (laughs) was sufficient deterrent from enjoying the stories. Mockingbird, Mockingbird just doesn't like children, I think. How can I turn Greek mythology into a first-person shooter that people will be interested in? Um, I mean, there, there is God of War. Never, That's never. pretty close. It's a third person. Never uh, Mockingbird. Soon to come out by 2021 is Hades game. A lot of what? kids who game. Like, what? yeah, like the Hades game. Oh, but isn't that like a dating sim? No. Oh. All the characters just... I may be thinking of a different game that, no, that involves... No, uh, no, you can't date that two people great, in that great, game, some Greek pretty gods. sure. But I mean, like, I haven't... But, like... Isn't Hades, like, shirtless during that entire video game? It sounds like they have a, like, disillusioned teenager, so by the time this rolls around, they'll be ready for that game, I think. Uh, uh, no, 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 I don't have Again, a... I don't know very much about Hades' I'm game, just saying I like, don't know if that's an FPSP... Like, it, I'm... Isn't it a dating sim? No, it's not a dating sim. It is like you can fight people. Like, Maybe I just think the characters all look hot, so I imagine it's a dating sim. But like, it's not a first-person shooter. You are correct, but like, it is like a gamer's game. You okay, know what I'm Resident Resident Evil. Resident Evil Greek dating, mythology dating sim. Uh, no. You know, for 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 when you want to smooch a monster. Yeah, then just make a monster dating sim. Yeah, no, I'm saying Resident Evil should come out with their own monster dating sim. That's also scary? No, no, it's cute. It just uses the creatures that they've had in their series. Smooch Pyramid Head. Um, Get at me, producers of Resident Evil, the company, Activision? I have no idea. We always do this. What? Just like we get to the like end of the last review and then and then we're done. 
Yeah, we are. Uh, anyway, so thank you so much to Road Media <laughs> Network uh, for hosting us. And thank you to Mike Hamilton for producing our for show. Also having headphones on like while we're doing this. the person in the world. Uh, thank you to They Might Be Giants for letting us use their song, Don't Let Start, as uh, our theme song. Um, please don't sue us. I don't, I don't have money for a lawyer. Don't, don't, don't sue us. We can't afford that. We are so very poor. Uh, thank you to the listeners for listening to our show. Uh, every day that you stick with us keeps us going just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. Can't can't get us can't get us yet. Haven't stopped us. <laughs> can't get us yet. Haven't stopped us. Uh, is there anything else we need to say thank you about? Uh, thank you. Jersey. Thank you, Becca. And thank you to Buy the Cover Podcast for existing. Its presence fills my spirit. It's a cult now. And thank you to Tammy Ho for writing Dark Horse and forever for, to whoever owned the copy of the book that they then cut holes threw in away. and threw away because it has allowed me to read it. And now for the Dark Horse devotional. Thank you again for listening. This is the end of the podcast now. It's the end of the podcast this, is, now. this is the button that we end on. So I just want to make that clear. This will be the last thing you hear from page 61. Probably there will be a now Myra between. I will probably thing. say now Myra. Yeah. From page 61. What good is a fancy stable with no horses to put it in it? Van. Need a van. Need a van for your fancy it's horses a, it's table. A, it's a van. So uh, now my <laughs> comedy. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 